Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Masvidal was brilliant to take this fight. Brilliant. You know, um, Gilbert Burns, the number one contender. Gilbert Burns stylistically against Usman in his incredible fight. And, uh, you know, w- when the fight fell out, Masvidal slid into that spot. And, you know, I, I was just telling those guys I just left the fighter meeting. This thing is trending off the charts. This thing is trending higher than a Conor McGregor fight. The only thing that this fight is comparable to is Conor Khabib. You're listening to The Joe O Show on 670 The Score. Wow, Dana White there. Time for our early odds segment on Sports Radio 670 The Score. I need some help as far as UFC 251. We know everybody's going to be watching this. Fight Island in Abu Dhabi. It's going to be a lot of fun. They've been hyping this for quite some time. You heard Dana White doing it right there. Let's bring in on the Alpamonte Ford hotline. Shop over 500 new news vehicles at Alpamonte Ford in Melrose Park, a guy that I've been having on for years. His name's Yanni Corrales. Some know him as VR, as Ace. He's on Twitter at Greek underscore gambler. Uh, you've probably seen how many ESPN, FS1. Yanni, you're blowing up, man. Congrats. Thanks for having me, Joe. Glad to be back, my man. Thank you. Uh, before we uh, start breaking down these fights, Help me out with some betting strategy. I've heard, I'm not the biggest UFC better out there, but I've heard a lot of different strategies from many different people. Some, some believe in only taking dogs because sometimes these big dogs can hit. Uh, some people bet on rounds. Uh, I've heard discussion that, like, hey, maybe you don't want to bet parlays in most sports, but it works in UFC. Can you go over some betting strategy? Yeah, and that's the misconceptions out there, that betting MMA is different than betting other sports, and it truly isn't. The betting market's the betting market. And when you go to a sports book, there's not 55 odds makers behind you know, the counter creating lines for the different sports. You got a couple guys back there and you know, copying lines off the screen uh, mm-hmm. from offshore. So, I mean, the... the best thing you could do is approach it like other sports and as far as parlays we know if you're doing it for action joe you're doing it for recreation then of course they're fun and if you cash a ticket by sweeping that night it's going to be a nice return but we know they're negative ev and long term you're going to lose money betting parlays in fact if over the next 10 ufc cards you say i'm going to bet 20 dollars each time so it's going to cost me 200 bucks i'm going to bet 20 dollar parlay each time for the next 10 uh, events, 
I would bet you if you just bet four fighters for $5 each or two fighters for $10 each and do that over the next 10 events, you will either have won money or lost a little less as opposed if you put in 10 straight $20 parlays, your risk of ruin is so much greater. The probability of you being at zero after those 10 weeks is very high compared to if you just took that same $20 and said, I'm going to bet two fighters, 10 and 10. Because even if throwing darts, you have a 50% chance. That's just the truth. The reason 99 out of 100 bettors lose money long term is because we have to pay to play. Even winners and losers, we have to put up 11 to win 10. And believe it or not, that small hold, that 4.5%, um, and sometimes on money lines a little higher, sometimes a little lower. Uh, but that's what makes sports betting almost unbeatable for most bettors. So don't make it harder than it needs to be. I say stick to straight betting. And real quickly, as far as just betting underdogs, it, the data just doesn't support that, not even in MMA. In fact, mm-hmm. underdogs do better in Major League Baseball. Underdogs win more straight up in NHL hockey. MMA underdogs win comparable with NFL and college football. So unless you only bet NFL underdogs on the money line, why would you only bet underdogs in MMA? It's just it, there's a lot of misconceptions out there, and it's mostly because MMA is a smaller betting market, and you have a lot of bettors that don't bet any other sports. And because of that, it makes it a little a softer market. It's not as sharp. Um, but there's just a lot of misconceptions there. Are there opportunities to take advantage of a lot of the public money that comes in on some of the popular names? That's a great point. And that's where we have our edge. And what reflects that MMA is beatable is the fact that these lines move so significantly. Because if they didn't, then that would reflect the market's extremely efficient and 50% of the time, fighter A would win, 50% fighter B. And because of the, the juice, they turn a profit. Um, but they're not that efficient. Uh, these lines do move. We see that significantly. And I, I do think that's the case. I mean, um, if, if you're going to be betting MMA, again, I think you need to approach it uh, like any other sports. And because the opportunities are there and public perception will matter even more so when it's not odd bookmakers versus sharp bettors. When it's bookmakers against a betting market that's comprised more of casual bettors, then rest assured, they're going to factor in public perception. They're going to factor in that what's out there, the narrative into the betting line because we know how do they increase their edge? They shade towards our biases. If they know the betting market likes to bet favorites and over, they shade the line towards the favorite, towards the over, ultimately forcing bettors to take the worst of it even when they cash a bet. Um, So when I approach MMA, I try to do it like all the other sports and not make it any harder than it needs to be. Joe Ostrowski with Yanni Corrales talking about UFC 251 Tomorrow in Abu Dhabi, we've got Fight Island. Uh, Yanni, uh, take me where the edge is. I don't care if it's main card, prelims, any fight. Where, where do you think we have an edge tomorrow? First, I got to real quickly say the main event because I think I want to save some, some people money out there. I'm seeing such one-sided money come in on Jorge Masvidal. And because of the X factor, he's a fighter's fighter. You know, he's the guy that is always live because he's got good hands. Um, but this line now is just so out of whack. In fact, when it opened up, Usman was a minus 350 favorite, and within six minutes, it dropped to 275. 
A couple days later, it's down to minus 2.210 because of so much money on Masvidal. Um, but this is uh, Usman's fight to lose. He's so much bigger. He's going to have a five-plus reach, uh, reach advantage. And we know, if you look at the last 41 fighters that took a fight on seven days or less notice, only eight of those 41 have won. So less than one in five are able to get it done. Granted, he's been preparing for Usman for six months. Don't believe he hasn't. Um, but I, I think there's a ton of value on Usman, believe it or not. That line should be minus 300. So all that action coming on Masvidal as if he's free money, uh, I'd be cautious there. Again, anything could happen, but I think it's Usman's fight to lose. Two, two uh Slight favorites that jumped out at me, but if you bet them by method of victory, I think you, you could get some plus money first. Um, Amir Khani, he's a minus 170, maybe a little lower, a little higher, depends where you shop. Um, and if you bet him to win inside the distance, it's at plus 125, uh, another matchup where you have a, a fighter in Henry coming off a 16-month layoff. Um, he's going to have a lot of problems stopping Amir Khani's takedowns, and he could easily finish this one inside of 15 minutes at plus 125. I think it's a ton of value. I bet him at minus 170 as well. I like that spot a lot. And uh, Paiva, uh, that kid is for real, and he's got an easy fight. I can't understand why all this money's coming in on his opponent, uh, Zumagalov, and the reason I think is because He's looking at you're looking at a, a 13 and three fighter that looks like he's on fire, but this is a huge step up. He's making his UFC debut. We know 55 to 60 percent of the time those fighters will lose. He's going up against an, uh, uh, a Paiva who has a seven in, uh, year age advantage, a four inch height advantage, three inch reach advantage. His fight to lose. Um, I think he wins by decision. That gets it done at plus 130 instead of having to lay the minus 170, 180, what, it, what have you. Um, but those are two fights in the undercard. Amir Khani and Paiva that jumped out at me and real quickly props over two and a half in Aldo Yan. I think they didn't realize this is a five-round fight. It's a title fight, and they put that total at two and a half. I don't think it ends that quickly. And in the Reboss Van Zant. No value on Rebos at minus 800, but I do think it gets done inside the distance. Under two and a half, you're getting plus money there because most of the female fights end up going to the judges. This one, I think, is better than a coin flip that that isn't the case. Getting plus money on that, I think, is the way to go. So those are two sides and two rounds that jumped out at me immediately. And again, that main event, I'm all over the favorite, although I do respect the love for the dog. Uh, Yanni, can you repeat what you just said about Van Zant? Are you saying take the dog in Van Zant to win? In Van, in Van Zant, it's it's the you can't bet the favorite because at minus right. seven eight hundred, she's got to win ninety percent of the time for you to break even. So unless her opponent trips on the way to the octagon, there's no value there. But I don't think the take back on Van Zant's enough to better. I think you go under at plus money, under two and a half. Uh, gotcha. I think if Van Zant wins, it comes by first round. She lands that knockout before they warm up. Rebus, Hebus, I think, takes her down. That's how she wins and dominates her and, and subs her on the ground or gets a, a ground and pound and ends it there. I like the plus money at under two and a half. All right, we, we only have uh, one legal book online right now in Illinois. In a couple of weeks, that'll be a different story. So I just want to recap some of your picks here. Uh, right now at Bet Rivers, 
Usman is minus 240. You, you like him until we get to the minus 300 number. Amir Khani is minus 215. Paiva minus 180. You say with the Aldo fight, you're going to have to lay it, but go over two and a half rounds. And the Van Zant fight, go under two and a half. Yeah, and I know there, there's some chalk there, man. It, it's a chalky yeah. card. Um, that's why Manor of Victory may give you some plus money. The one dog that jumped out real quick, Jessica Andrade, for your, uh, the listeners out there. Uh, Naman Junis is getting all the money. She's around a minus 220 favorite. You could get Andrade at plus 185. Sit back and wait. You may get her at 2 to 1 by tomorrow. She beat her the first time. The narrative is she got lucky. Rose was dominating her. That's what our eyes told us. But if you look at the box score, Joe, Naman Junis was only plus 8 in significant strikes and she was minus one in takedowns that's not domination by any stretch of the imagination so being able to get Andrade at close to two to one when she already beat Nama Junis and we know just bet the the winner of the first since UFC won and you're going to cash close to 65 percent of your bets I think there's some value on Andrade Joe Ostrowski with Yanni Corella is talking about Fight Island tomorrow in Abu Dhabi. Uh, you gave us six picks right there. Is there anything else, Yanni? Uh, it doesn't have to be betting related, just about, about UFC 251 that you wanted to mention. No, I mean, I, I just, the one thing I would say to look out for, and this is key because the last time they were there, the problem was it's very hot in Abu Dhabi. I know hot because I live in Las Vegas where it gets to 120 degrees close to in August, but we have 0% humidity, so it's a very different heat. When you have 120 with 90% humidity, forget about it. Um, And that's what they were facing there. And the last time they were in Abu Dhabi, they hadn't – been prepared. They turned the air conditioner on, but it wasn't enough. And you saw the fighters gassing and it took a toll on them. That was very uh, a big factor in that entire card. They said they turned the air conditioners on for the arena weeks in advance this time around. And that won't be the case, but keep your eye on it. If that isn't likely, uh, it will affect these fights for sure. But if, if they do report the commentators that it's nice and cool in there, then we should expect a, a good night of fights. Yanni, I, I do this uh, betting segment every single night on the show, and we have a lot of new bettors with legalization in Illinois. I, I always ask for some advice that, that you would like to share with uh, some of the novice just dipping their toe in the water. Yeah, and because I've done this for so long, and I promise you, I've lost money every possible way you can gambling. In fact, I had access to winning information as a runner, as a mover here on the strip where I was betting for betting syndicates that one long term. And I managed to lose multiple bankrolls because I didn't know how to bet, even with access to winning information, because it's not just what you bet. It's how you bet it. And more importantly, your bet size. Bet size is everything. I can give you 70% winners, and you could still be a mathematical certainty to go broke if you bet size incorrectly. No matter what any professional better sports handicapper tells you, there is nothing more important to your success or failure than your bet size in comparison to your bankroll. Whether you're running hot or running cold or just breaking even, your bet size 
will determine your future. If you start chasing, it's a matter of time before you go broke. If you start betting, you know, five, six, seven times your unit amount, it's a matter of time before you go broke. Patience and bet sizing is everything. It takes a while to learn how to win. It takes even longer to build your bankroll, but that's why so few are able to do it. You know, if it was that easy, they wouldn't be building beautiful big buildings <laughs> in Las Vegas, and 99 out of 100 people wouldn't be negative lifetime earnings betting sports. It can be done, but it takes a lot of patience and a lot of discipline on bet size. So focus, focus, focus on your bet size. Don't change it, whether you're running hot or running low. Take a year and say, I'm just going to stick to $20, and I'm not going to move it. Your life will change forever. You'll see the difference in your bankroll. Yanni, these uh, these casinos, these racetracks wouldn't be spending five, ten million bucks for a sports betting license if it was easy. That's what they depend on, man. They depend on us yeah. to make mistakes, not just have their built-in edge on the hold. They they wait for us to make mistakes, especially with our bankrolls. Thanks, Yanni. Good information, man. Thanks for having me, Joe. Enjoy the fights this weekend. Hope you guys make some money. I hope you do too, Yanni Corrales. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.